you know, dropping. Okay. So typically what I like to do before I like, even starting and stuff is uh, just getting grounded. Cause I'm like, what? I've been like driving here and everything. So I'm just like getting grounded and um, like really being intentional again. And then if you have a word too that comes to mind after um, we do like this breathing exercise that I do, it's just we take three full deep breaths in mm-hmm. and then three full deep breaths out. And then on, on the last exhale, like we hold it for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then five seconds or more if you need more and uh, just connect with like the word that you want or if you have a word then let me know and then like that's what intentional yeah intentional Uh, clear yeah accurate okay so I'm going to start reading in now but on in one all the way in and again all the way in and all the way out. All the way in. Fill up your lungs. And then all the way out. And on the exhale, make sure you hold your breath. Okay. So I had connection. Then urgency. I don't know what that means. However, we'll see. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Goddess Glow podcast with Ray Grillo. Today, I have my wonderful friend, Amber Burkhart, and she is a serial entrepreneur here in Las Vegas, and uh, we met through a similar community that you guys have been here in, the Psy community, yeah. and um, we've just passed along by on our journey in our self growth journey, and um, I've just I've seen you for like years, and we finally started like really just being intentional about connecting yeah. recently, back in like December. Yeah, yeah. So um, Amber's amazing, and I just love how she is just like this light that like when you enter the room, she's just like this bright light, and um, she's Thanks, done <laughs> a bunch of amazing things, and she's so great at like connection and connecting with people. And so, yeah, I want to um, sort of give you, like, stage and to talk about everything that you do, because a lot. Um, she's just, like, a, just a very strong um, woman who just feels like she wants to do something, and then she does it and gets it done. Um, I know you have owned six salons, mm-hmm. spa salons, or just more so salons, um, throughout her time and like you've just you've been an entrepreneur since you're young like you said 12 years old yeah I was making my own money from I mean like little little Mm -hmm. babysitting car washing detailing Mm -hmm. yeah so you just like have it in your blood (laughs) I do I know it's the way to go for me so yeah Yeah. okay um and then uh you also do real estate Mm -hmm. and interior design Mm -hmm. and so do you want to talk uh a little bit about your interior design or like what like what gravitated you towards doing interior design because you've done it for 33 35 plus 33 years, years. Yeah. 33 years 33 years so um jay's coming you want to pause for a second it's okay it's good to like for the energy wise just to like keep it going okay and it's yeah that's fine okay yeah so as far as the interior decorating goes my mom was a painter Okay. And she, I mean, she can paint anything. It had faces, 
personalities. Like she could make marble look cold and wet. Just amazing artist. Uh, my mom's also very deep in her spiritual connection. Like she was a midwife for multiple years, delivered like 700 babies, didn't lose one. She's she she's just an amazing like in-depth kind of person, and she really encouraged me to go towards my passions and my dreams and what made me feel happy. And she knew watching me as a child, you know, with like personality stuff, that I'm, I was the total opposite of my parents. My dad was more like in a controlling kind of realm. Mm-hmm. And my mom was more like an analyst, wanted the details. And she was also very much supporter, cared about people, community, animals, babies. And I was wild. I wanted to have, <laughs> my, my key word is fun. Everything about me is fun. Like, yes. I want to have fun. If you're on YouTube, you can, like, see, like, her fun <laughs> exterior. Like, it was so much fun. And just, like, the way yeah. that you dress, everything. It's, yeah. yeah. It's about fun. You exude fun. So she encouraged me to go towards those directions. And so when she was doing her painting jobs, she would allow me to rearrange furniture of, our, of the clients. Okay. And I just had a knack for, like, placement, spatial placement. And I've always had this thing where I could look at a room and go away to a store and say that sofa will fit in that corner within inches. Um, that color matches that color within one depth. That chair is going to fit over there, and you're going to have this much space between the two of them. And I never even picked up a measuring tape. Yeah. Like it was just a spatial awareness that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, a good memory for me growing up is my parents made me a Barbie doll house out of a cardboard, like a fridge box or something, some big cardboard box. And they let me pick like the carpet. My mom made curtains. My dad did all of the appliances and and uh, we did wallpaper and my mom made bedspreads and she let me pick that out. And I remember being young and just feeling like it was limitless. I could do anything I wanted with it, anything. Yeah. I could have pink shag carpet and orange fuzzy curtains and leopard throws. The leopard stuck, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite neutral. Oh, okay. So, so I, I heard that from, from somebody before and I love it. Leopard is my favorite neutral. I wear it with everything mm-hmm. and it goes with everything. Yeah, it does. I even have my leopard rug on the floor here to yeah. go with my teal velvet sofa. So that's that's kind of how I got into it. And then with the painting, my mom would pay me an hourly. So once again, here's my mom, an entrepreneur, and I'm painting. I'm an entrepreneur. She's paying me like 10 bucks an hour. I'm 12 years old. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. And um, as far as like, you know, a lot of what you do in your podcast and who you are is you're very spiritual. You're very connected to the universe. You're very connected to your source of energy. Mm-hmm. I would say that even, even with interior decorating, you're very much connected with people's energy and their needs, what they are looking for. Another thing, like you had said about the owning a couple salons and stuff, I love nails. I love design and decorating things. Yeah. And so my parents got me into that. That's Moxie, by the way. She's, yes. She's we a have kisser. A, we have Moxie, and she's a... Chawini. She's half dachshund, half chihuahua. Yeah, she's so adorable. But she's a lover. And she feeds off this energy, so she's Mm got to be right here with the girls. But that's how I got into owning salons was I started at a young age doing nails. And it was another outlet source of fun for me that my my mom pushed me towards to do. And those outlets actually have made me quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. So that was really good. Yeah. So with the interior decorating, when it comes to... um, when it comes to working with clients, and I work with private clients in their homes, I work with commercial clients in large buildings, office buildings, um, corporations, things like that. One of the things that I, the first thing that I do is I'll go and I interview somebody. Yeah. So, drop it. Thank you. No. So, I will go and I'll interview a client. 
And I feel like I'm going to sneeze one second. Yeah. Wild beast, she wants her toys. So a client will invite me into their space. And the first thing that I do is I'll interview them. I want to know, like, I'll ask them, what is the feel you want for this room when you walk in? What's the feeling that you want to create? Mm -hmm. So when somebody walks into your house, when you walk into your house, what's that space? Is it the same for you and your guests, or is it different? Do you want to walk in and be like, oh, I'm home, I can take a breath. But when your guests walk in, you want them to be like, wow. Mm Because that's two different emotions. It's two different feelings. Yeah. But one look can connect the two. Yeah. So I interview the client. I find out key words that matter to them. Okay. So a lot of the words that I get from people is, say, doing a kitchen. I want it to be clean. I want it to be bright. I want it to be creative. Okay. Those are words I'll get for a kitchen a lot. Mm -hmm. For an entryway, it'll be, I want wow factor. I want guests to come in and be like, this is so cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I want them to come in and say, oh, man, I feel so safe. I feel so comfortable. Bedroom's totally different. You walk into their bedroom, like a master bedroom or a guest bedroom, they want to be like, it's so romantic. Yeah. Oh, I feel sexy in here. I feel safe in here. Mm -hmm. So what do we do to create that, right? And then the next thing is color bases. Everybody reacts to colors differently. What's your favorite color? I would say, like, silver. Ooh. Yeah. So silver like is... Like combination colors, I usually like, though. But silver, yeah. Yeah. So what would be your second favorite color? Blue and then pink and lavender. Like, mm-hmm. those are, like, I feel like I, it's hard for me to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the cooler silver or the warmer in silver? The cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the, the silver base is actually a calming color. Okay. It doesn't hype the emotion. It doesn't raise the emotion up. It's a soothing color. But metallic takes it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Metallic is power and metallic is sexy. Yeah, I like that sexy. <laughs> and then the next color you said was blue. Mm-hmm. And blue is very much on the, it's a power depending on how dark and deep it goes. Mm-hmm. Or it's romance and softness depending on how soft it goes. Okay. And it can also be very soothing. Yeah. Blue is a very soothing color. Yeah. So... That's very interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm power colors. Mm-hmm. My favorite color is hot pink, red, emerald green, like like power colors. Yeah. But you know my personality. Yeah. It goes with it, right? Yeah, it does. Um, so when I interview individuals, I'll ask them what the color scheme that they really like for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you wear in your wardrobe? I don't own any black. Yeah. I don't own black. This is the darkest I go. This will be as much black as I'll wear. And it has to have a pattern. Mm-hmm. I don't have a little black dress or anything because when I put on black, I just go, oh. Yeah, draining. Mm-hmm. I think we had the conversation before. Like, I, I've been getting rid of my black. I think the only thing that I have black is, like, my workout clothes. Mm. And that's because when I go and work out, I'm like, don't save me. Like, I feel like it's a really, like, a... And, like, you know, witchcraft and stuff, it's, like, uh, it's a color that's why we wear black is because it neutralizes the energy. Mm. And I'm just, like, I want to shine my light. And it does it both ways. And I'm, like, I want to shine my light. Like, I don't, I want people to see me. I want them to notice me. And so that's why typically black, like, unless it's for protection, like, I again, like, uh, going into, like, interior design, like, I have the canopy, mm. you know, with the, I have a black one. So, like, when I'm sleeping at night, um, if I feel unsafe, like I close it for that protection, that energy protection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look at power, people. Look at most business suits. Mm-hmm. Number one color is black. 
Yeah. Look at your power cars. They're usually done in black. It's one of the number one selling colors for a car. Yeah. So let's, let me ask you this. Yeah. What are the colors of a prison? Not that you've been there. (laughs) I would think gray, like brown, gray. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Brown, gray. What are the colors of a hospital? White and gray. Mm -hmm. Browns. Exactly. Very low key, neutral. They do not incite any emotion. Mm, okay. No anger, no aggression, because you're talking about traumatic areas yeah. or high tension areas. Mm-hmm. So those are not painted those colors by chance. Okay. That's specific. Yeah. Now, when you go to a Chinese restaurant, what colors do you see in a Chinese restaurant? Red and yellow, gold. Mm-hmm. Gold. Red is the first color. Everybody says mm-hmm. you're spot on. Royal purple. Oh, yeah. Gold. The reason for that is red is a power color, it's aggressive, it's angry, and it inspires motivation. Mm -hmm. So you go in there, and usually it's colder in a Chinese restaurant than any restaurant you'll go into. Yeah. So they want you in, and they want you out. They want you to come in, eat, and your body is, when it's cooler, it doesn't digest, you don't want to sit back and relax and take your time in a booth. Yeah. You're literally like cold, you eat as fast as you can, you pay, you're out the door. Okay. That's not done by chance. Yeah. I also heard that it was yellow, like that's why McDonald's symbols, like, or a lot, a lot of fast food restaurants, mm-hmm. they use red because it incites like hunger and yeah. yellow as well. Yeah. Will incite hunger. It sure does. So, uh, like, with all the, I know you know so much psychology behind like interior design for people that are, um, well, one, like, what is your company called? In here? I'm the Vegas decorator. Okay, and you're moving to Bali soon. Mm-hmm. You're retired? Yeah, I'm retired. Okay, so you're not doing any more interior design or anything? That's the thing, is I think I probably will. Okay. Because it fills my cup. Yeah. Like, I literally get joy out of it, which is interesting because that's my name is Amber Joy. Yeah. So all of my businesses are usually have my name incorporated in somewhere in there. Okay. And people will, will say to me that when they meet me, wow, you're really joyful. You're a lot of fun, which is interesting because that's my two key words. Yeah. Your your beingness, yeah. <laughs> your beingness is Thank that. Um, so, like for people who uh, may like are maybe wanting to reach out to you and stuff, uh, I want to put like your links below. Yeah. And um, VegasDecorator.com. Okay, VegasDecorator.com. And um, same with my Instagram handle, my Facebook, and. Okay, so I'm gonna add uh, like all of your information down yeah, below, and you. if you, when you guys want to find her. Yeah. Um, so when people, like a lot of people come to like my podcast in like hopes for like inspiration, creativity, or like healing. Um, so I want to dive into like more of the inspirational part. Like there's a, you could get bogged down. Yeah. And like what is, what would you say is important to have in a space where you want to have that creativity and that like motivation or something that sort of like a, puts into place discipline? Mm. Um, I'm still working on the discipline myself. Yeah. So if I was talking to a friend or a client about this, the home is really important because this is your safety. This is where you come to rest, rebuild your strength and your energy. It's where you have your biggest conversations. It's where you set your largest goals. It's where you have your deepest conversations of what you want to do, where you're going in your life, and to reboot, right? So take your favorite rooms and do something with them. Don't just sit on it. Like you said, you've made you're you're really proud of your space. You yeah. made your space really magical, is how you described it. Yeah. And oh, there was another word you used. It's not. It's on the tip of my tongue. How did you describe your space to me? I well, I would say magical, and I've like really sexed it up. Yes, that's what it was. You yeah. sexed it up. Yeah, sexed it up. <laughs> and that's that's important. And there's key words about people. When you say when you meet somebody, you're like, 
wow, that person's really serious and they're really successful. Mm -hmm. Or wow, they're super fun and they're really joyful. Mm -hmm. You would be, wow, you are so connected and you're really sexy. But like in a super, like a grounded, soft way is how I would describe you. Okay. Right? So everybody usually has two words that describe them. Mm -hmm. Figure out what your two words are. What are the two words that describe you? And then build your room around it. Mm-hmm. So maybe for you, you have your house you've, and you've got a comfortable couch and a chair and you've got your TV, but where do you go when you reboot? Where do you go when you want to think about your goals or to pray or to have a serious connection and conversation with a loved one? It might be your bedroom. Mm-hmm. So focus on your bedroom. What's the two words you need for your bedroom and then make that happen? Yeah. So maybe your, bro- your bedroom is romance and safety. Get a nice, inexpensive bedspread. It doesn't have to be expensive to decorate your home the way you want. Yeah. And safety is going to be with uncluttered. So maybe you have too much clutter in your space. Unclutter. Mm-hmm. You might need to paint. Painting is easy. And it's not expensive to go buy two gallons for 100 bucks and some paint rollers for 20 bucks. You've got $120. Have your friends over, buy a pizza, and paint your room together. Yeah. Which also adds energy in there because you're placing that energetic flow of happy and good memories and creativity into that space. Maya Angelou, love Maya Angelou. What does mm-hmm. she say? She goes, the walls are listening. She goes, words stick to your walls. So my husband and I, we attempt to not have fights in our bedroom because we do, we fight. We attempt to not have heavy disagreements in our bedroom. We attempt to do positive things in our bedroom because the walls, words stick to your walls. Yeah. So... Think about the space that you want to create for yourself. Get intentional about your words. And then also when you're shopping, find key pieces that speak to you that you love. Mm-hmm. Like this throw pillow. It doesn't match anything in my house, but I loved it. And it's textural and it's green and happy. And normally I wouldn't necessarily like do this for a client because it's pretty wild. Yeah. But this is my personality. And it works. And I will wrap up into this throw and I'll sit here and I'll just be happy. My dog curls up with me. My husband's having a conversation about our goals and where we're going and what we're doing. And this blanket means something to me. Yeah. It was 15 bucks at Ross. I know. Like, I love going to Ross. I, I get in trouble at Ross. Or, like... <laughs> I, I, I love thrifting, too. Ooh. That's where I found so many, like, different textures and everything. Thrifting and, like... So I love thrifting. We have to go thrifting yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, so, like, staying on the topic, too, like, because uh, I know you and Jay, your husband, um, staying on the topic of, like, you know, you're finding your space, you're creating your space, being intentional about your space. How about when you have, like, you're wanting this intentional um, space, however you have a partner, mm. and, like, you have to, like, collab and work together, like, and with your clients, like, what would you say are, you like, key pieces collabing and creating this intentional space that works for both people. Very rarely do you find people on the same page when it comes to decor. I mean, there's just such a wide range. Yeah. It's like having two people dress the same in their house. Like, it really just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have key elements, but as far as, like, straight down the path, my husband is uber modern. Mm -hmm. Uber, like, ultra modern. He'd have big, huge open floor plans with a $50,000 leather sofa sofa sectional sitting on one rug and a wood coffee table. And that would be in 3,000 square feet. Like, that would be it. And then you look around at me, and I'm, I like little tchotchkes, and I'm into vintage, and I like color and texture. And so there's elements that he allows me. We have more of an uncluttered space in our kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's more ultra-modern in our kitchen because he also loves to cook. 
but in the living room, in the fun, the fun areas, um, it's kind of mostly me. And on our bedroom, it's both of us. Mm-hmm. I don't have a wild bedspread. It's very simple, clean fabrics, very uncluttered. Um, bedside tables are ultra modern, like on the wall floating spaces with crystal lights that hang over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of done both elements together. And I'm still working on that element for our bedroom of romance. Okay. It, it served mostly like as a space for, especially because we're in a smaller space, like storage and bedroom. So I have gone against my own inclinations. And so I've been working on cleaning that stuff out. And I notice our, our relationship improve when I do things like that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. So finding out how to make that happen for two people is a lot of the interview process. Just discussing things with them. How do you feel about this? Oh, this is a this is a hard line for me. Okay. Well, how do you feel about this? Well, I can I can bend more on that. Mm-hmm. And then the other partner. Well, how how do you feel about that? Well, I can bend and flow with that. Then we find a key piece that matches that and build around the room. Yeah. Usually we start with a big piece too. Like you okay. find your sofa. Yeah. You find your sofa or your furniture, and then you build around it. Painting is usually the last thing I do because it's the easiest thing I, I, I can do. And I want the color to match the big, larger key pieces that I've purchased already. Okay. See, I always thought, like, it would be, like, you paint first. Yeah. And then, like, you would, like, how would that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for, uh, so, like, transitioning now into, like, because you do a bunch of different things, and you also are in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like sort of combining everything along the journey. You started off with interior design, and then you... Yeah. Um, when did you decide to also, like, incorporate real estate and, like, have your real estate clients? It just, like, ties together, it does. I feel. I wish I'd have done it way, way sooner. Okay. I only did it in the last two years. Mm, okay. So, I mean, I worked in real estate in Alaska. I worked for a broker. Mm, but okay. I sold homes for him, but I wasn't a licensed real estate agent. Um, and then I would get interior decorating clients through that. The two work so seamlessly hand-in-hand together. Um, I just don't ever want to really put the energy. I'm not so business-minded where I want to get involved in the task-oriented... How would I say that? Not the task-oriented analytical stuff. I don't want to do the bills and the paperwork and the da-da-da-da-da. I want to be with the people. I want to make things pretty. I want to create. I love starting businesses. Mm Mm-hmm. So if I was to go back in time, I would have actually done the real estate here sooner and incorporated the two together with the, with the interior decorating. But with all the crypto um, gaming investments that we've done, we're actually phasing out of having to do any of this I, because we financially don't have to. Yeah. But if you're looking for something to do for yourself for entrepreneurship and you want to make your own money, you want to be your own boss, one thing I have to say is just because you're in business doesn't mean you're good at business. Mm-hmm. So find the areas that you're not, you don't excel in, or you just don't have fun doing it. You don't enjoy doing it. Hire those out. Get an accountant. Get somebody who handles your taxes. Get somebody who handles your payroll or a payroll company, Um, unless that's what you really, really are good at. And then find somebody like Ray or myself, the personality type that's good with rapport and people, and hire them to do your sales and set up your showroom or build your websites or whatever it is you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Don't do everything yourself. Yeah. Because we are not masters of everything we do. And I really think to be exceptional, to be a master of something you do, you, you, you've usually invested 10 years or more into that field. So find out what part of that field you want to do and then go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I uh, I always love hearing like uh, 
if your dream doesn't include other people, it's not a big enough dream. Not a big enough dream. Yeah, not a big enough dream. What, um, it seems like you sort of knew what you wanted to do, uh, at a young age. However, have you ever, like, sort of strayed from that? Um, like, trial, like, it, you know, promoters and stuff. Like, <laughs> like, uh, the trial and error. Are there, like, things that you've, like, attempted? And then oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, nah, like, started it, not going to finish this one. <laughs> I think the only job I never actually did, the only job, okay, was fast food. Okay. I've done yeah. serving and restaurant management and worked in insurance and health and sales and hospital and... I mean, anything you can imagine, I did that. Like, I worked in that field. Okay. I was always trying to find things. And my biggest thing was I wanted to do the least amount of energy for the most amount of money, if that sounds familiar to anybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really what I wanted to do. And I just, it's, here's the best advice I was ever given. Okay. And I wish that I had applied it for myself sooner. I liked having five to ten different things on my plate, right? Well, then I'm spread out like this. I'm in all different 10 directions. If you pick one thing and you focus on it and you go for it, you could have fun things on the side that you do, but your money and your interest and your intention and your goal setting, if you do on that one thing and you can focus on that one goal, you have 100,000 times more chances of being successful. You're okay. Thank you for protecting us. Yeah. So, <laughs> somebody's walking a stranger danger. So if you can focus on one thing, just stick with it. You've experienced this. Mm-hmm. Yep, all the time. And I struggle I still do. I struggle, yeah, just getting, like, um, delegating your time. Yeah. I think one, uh, I was talking to a friend yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And uh, he was saying, like, just writing down everything that you do, like, time-wise. And, like, being, just when you become aware of it is, like, when you know what you're spending your time on. And I, like, that goes for me recently. Um, it's just, like, I made a goal to, you know, be more intentional with spending time with Lennon. And um, I just noticed I'd be scrolling on social media. I'm, like, this is time that I could actually – and I'm not even doing it. I'm just scrolling. I'm not even doing, like, the organic growth or anything along with social media. I'm not reaching out to people. I'm just mindless. And so I was, like, instead of, like, doing that, I could cut my time down and then go spend that time, that extra time with Lennon – you know, and then he's on his iPad anyway, so we'll watch, like, I'll watch him play. <laughs> Our time together is, like, me watching him play Roblox, you know. But he enjoys it. Yeah, he enjoys it, and I enjoy watching him and just, like, hearing him talk. Mm-hmm. However, it's, like, the, just, like, the becoming aware of it is, uh, I think, the most important thing. And, like, being um, disciplined enough to stick. <laughs> what is it? The shiny object syndrome? <laughs> yeah, I call it ADOS. AD- Attention deficit. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I love so, that <laughs> my husband and I are currently going through an Alistair Armstrong class online mm-hmm. and we just she just explained this to me which I I always associated guilt with my downtime my husband and I don't own a TV there's a TV in my living room that came with our apartment it's not even attached to cable like you could turn it on and it's just there's nothing there we've always been intentional we're going on 19 years of marriage we've always been intentional on not spending time with tv yeah. we have our laptops we'll watch we'll watch tv shows well we love to go to the movies but that's date night yeah and so we are very intentional with our tv and on time watching i have noticed in the last couple of years that i have gotten out of control with my cell phone okay like i play games on there or i'm any chance i get i sit down and i'm scrolling i'm looking at my social media i'm playing games 
Well, I learned what that was. So with Alison Armstrong's class, we as women, being gatherers in gathering mode, and we fluff around our homes, we build our children up, and we create with our businesses, and then we need downtime. It's, she calls it transition time. And every woman is different in their transition time. Men don't have this. Okay. Men have downtime that they'll enjoy. They're very specific about it, though. Women during a time of day, and it literally is a time when we are creating um, an endorphin, a hormone-based endorphin in our body, that we just rest. The time that men spend building testosterone is, is literally sleeping. Okay. So she has men getting off the little blue pill just by sleeping more at night. Like, that's all she's done. And mm -hmm. she has 100% success rate with stuff. It's incredible. So if you've ever, like, looked into her classes, it's Alison Armstrong. It's Understanding Men, Understanding Women. And it used to be called The Queen's Code. Mm, okay. It's phenomenal. Has totally improved our relationship, like, tenfold. Okay. But what she talks about with this transition in downtime, now we've come to an understanding, especially with my husband, when I'm doing that time where I'm, where I'm resting and I'm, I'm on my phone mindlessly doing something, he doesn't give me a time frame to stop. And he doesn't interrupt me. Hmm. I spend less time. I spend less time in downtime because every single time as a woman, when we're interrupted in our transition time, it literally restarts. That's a... I feel like you just made me aware of something. Because yeah. I can see that, especially like when I'm... Uh, I, I notice the times that I do go on my phone. And it's not like work-related. It's literally like me transitioning from being like... Um, on my laptop to my phone. I'm like, okay. And then I, like, edit video, done. Now I'm like, okay, time to, like, you know, sort of settle in for the night. And, because I work from home. And, like, uh, I'll start, that's when I start scrolling. Mm -hmm. However, Lennon, that's when Lennon sees me. He's like, mom, mom, mom. And I'm just like, Ugh. And then, however, it's like I don't want to put, like, my phone away. Like, I get, I get aggravated. Because I'm just like, I'm just chilling right now. Yeah. Because you so, literally are. Yeah. And that is how, as women, that's how we build testosterone and estrogen. Hmm. Okay. So it's very, if you get a chance, you really want to just check out her class. If, yeah. If it's an option for you or for anybody. She's phenomenal. Um, she works a lot. Apparently, Tony Robbins works a lot with her. Mm -hmm. So, and he uses a lot of her teachings and her findings in his teachings. Mm -hmm. um, she's been studying and interviewing, I think she's up to like thousands and thousands and thousands of men and women over the last 20-something years. Yeah. And she's been intentional about it. This wasn't just a random thing. This is what she focused. Her one intentional focus on was on. I look at things like that. Man, if I had just focused on like real estate and my um, interior decorating business, I would definitely have a TV show. Yeah. Like I'd be, I'd be worldwide famous. Mm -hmm. Like I know that about myself. But because I did this... And because I don't value, I didn't at the time value my transition time. I'd let people interrupt me. I'd get into conversations with my husband. I'd, oh yeah, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. I don't feel, feel, I don't feel fulfilled, but I'll get up and cook dinner. Yeah. But I'm not happy about it. Yeah. When I'm allowed my time to just rest for a few moments and I'm not interrupted and whatever that, that time is going to be for me, because I don't know, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's three hours. Yeah. Sometimes it's 20 minutes and I'm rare and ready to go. Mm -hmm. It depends on that day where I am. Yeah. And that's, that's important too. I, um, you know, I have goddess glow and that's the big part is like self care and, uh, you know, that self love and being like disciplined enough to do that for yourself. Cause a lot of, uh, I mean, in my instance, I see women doing it. Uh, just like a lot of women don't take that time for themselves cause they're taking care of their family. They're taking care of their husbands or their relationship and everyone else in their life other than themselves. 
So that really ties into what I've been learning with like the hunter mm -hmm. and the gatherer. Mm -hmm. The hunter is the masculine, the gatherer is the feminine. We both spend time in both areas. Yeah. But these days, everything you just described was hunting mode. Mm -hmm. And you just said as a woman and as a mother, we really end up spending a majority of our time in hunting mode, which is not great for our relationships with the masculine. No. Because it's too masculine attempting to, and that that hunter-gatherer and masculine-feminine energy work like this, not like this. Mm -hmm. And so our transition time is what gets us back into gatherer mode, what makes us soft. And we get flowy. We speak softer. Our shoulders drop. We're open to all possibilities. Yeah. When we're in hunter mode, we are single focus. Mm -hmm. We're get it done. We're focused on the task. We're get dinner get done. Get the children fed, get them in their bathtub, in their jammies, in bed. Now I'm working on this project. I've got to do my schedule for tomorrow. Let me, and then your husband's like, Hey baby, let's have some cuddle time. And you're like, I'm going to kill you because I'm in hunter mode. Yeah. So then you try to transition into your gatherer, your soft feminine. So now you can go cuddle and talk with your husband and make love with him and, and get back into the all possibilities are, are endless, mm -hmm. but you're stuck in single focus, get everything done mode till you lay your head down. As women, we, we drain ourselves all the time because of this. Yeah, it's so draining. And it's just that's what society, I feel like, has, like, pushed. you know, pushed on to... And it doesn't work. It doesn't work for the feminine. So how do we get our balance? Yeah. Value your transition time mm -hmm. and stick to it. Yeah. Even with your young son. And be like, mommy's going to go away for just a little bit. Oh, I found this out, too. We don't put time frame on it. The minute a woman puts a time frame on something, she's back in hunter mode. Mm. Because it, now it has... It's a task. Yeah. You, have a, you have a cutoff time. When you're like, okay, I'm going to go into my bedroom, and when I come out, we're going to do A, B, and C. And then you got to stick to what you say, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell Jay, when I come out of my, when I come out of my transition time, we're going to do, and we're going to go play pickleball, then we're going to make dinner, and then we'll watch a movie. Yeah. So I have to stick to that. I can't go into transition mode for six hours and veg out. Mm -hmm. So even I'll set myself a, I'll set myself a realistic. I'll be like, okay, where do I feel right now? <sighs> Shoulders have dropped. My breathing's lower. Yeah. I feel softer. I want to move like a girl again. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. And I come out, and then I'm all rosy and soft, and Jay can see it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay, let's cook dinner together. Yeah. Yeah, I could de <laughs> you could definitely feel the... When you practice it, mm -hmm. you can definitely feel, like, the transition. Because mm -hmm. I noticed... The last four weeks for us. Mm -hmm. The last four weeks, we took the Alice Armstrong class. Yeah. Oh, man, we're seeing a difference. Mm-hmm. What do you notice? Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no. Um, it's just like a... I'm thinking again, just like how... Um, I mean, there's two things that I've gotten. Just like out of like I, a notice for me is just how, you know, you boost and you promote other people so well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I, I love hearing about, like the people that... Like in your knowledge that you have about other people and what they're doing. And just like I always feel like you always have something good to say about other people, which again, I feel like that's why you're so good at connections and you're good at connecting people and like bringing people together, that party, that fun. Mm -hmm. It's like, you meet all these amazing people and you want them in the same room together. I do. Yeah. I'm very intentional about that too. Mm -hmm. um, and thank you for that. I get a lot of compliments on that. This is the funny thing. I hope my mom doesn't watch this, but anyway, <laughs> um, there's been two jobs that I've been told my whole life that I would be absolutely amazing, like rule the world would be being an agent where you connect people together mm -hmm. and it's for personal and business and fun. I mean, I love going, so-and-so has this trait and they would be great with, they've got to meet these people. And then I love bringing people together and I love my home, my space mm -hmm. to be a space to be, bring people together. And then the other job was a dominatrix. I won't get into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Another notice. <laughs> 
I love you. <laughs> Another notice is um, you uh, just like, again, entrepreneur, just growing the growth. You're always doing a class. Like you're always learning something, I feel. Thank you Like I did this husband. class. <laughs> okay. I yeah. wasn't like that before. Okay. Maybe like art classes or like little fun little things here and there that was like recreational. Mm-hmm. But my husband, we were having, we've had a really rough marriage. We, we have. We've, we're both opinionated. We're very strong people. And neither one of us backed down a lot. And so we really had to balance that with our spiritual practice of our beliefs with our God Jehovah and then also with our personal beliefs of how we are with ourselves. Yeah. Because there there's a difference, right? Yeah. So I really have to thank my husband for that because he's the one that has paid attention or been drawn more to personal development than I ever was. It wasn't on my radar, but now it's on my radar. Mm-hmm. And I am all in. Yeah. Like I'm all in. Yeah. I mean... It's so important to do that sort of work, not just, um, I know, she's so adorable. Like a lot of people, you know, they'll get coaches and everything that just like uh, will teach them how to do something, like the tasky stuff. Yeah. Yet it's like, and they're not getting results. Mm-hmm. And the reason why typically they don't get results is because they don't do inner healing. Exactly. Yeah. They're and like breaking tennis. The yeah. They're not connected. Yeah. The why. Um, yeah, I just like, uh, again, like the way that you just talk about people and uh, bring people together is just, it inspires me. And like the psychology, like you'll tell me some psychology things. I'm like, where did you learn this? Like you just like, you're just natural at it. It's like the empathic. Yeah. I feel like super empathic. And I feel like you know how to ask the right questions too. Like some things we'll be talking with other people and like you just like hit it right on the head. Like you go deep and you go like. And the funny thing is people, they don't usually get offended. Yeah. I've had people tell me, they're like, you ask the most personal questions ever. But the thing is, is my intention is not to harm Mm -hmm. or to manipulate or to put anybody down. Mm -hmm. That's not my intentions. I come from a pure, unconditional, I want to know about you. Yeah. I love people. I love you, Ray. Like, you are literally, to me, a ray of sunshine. That's how I see you. I see you as a ray of sunshine in my head. Like, that's... That's like when I see you in my mind, you glow. Thank you. Which is very interesting. Remember the key words we talk about people with their key words. Your business name is what? Goddess Glow. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why. why. (laughs) And my name is Amber Joy. My parents actually picked joy. Mm -hmm. And one of the words that people use to describe me all the time is you're so joyful. Yeah. I didn't realize that it's like, so that's like your full first name? Amber is my first name. Okay. Joy is my middle. Okay. And uh, Burkhart. We used to be Smith. Yeah. But yeah, Burkhardt is my... And so with my businesses, I've done Amber Joy. And that's people in the community and certain uh, cultures of the community call me Amber Joy. They'll Mm -hmm. stop me on the street and they'll be like, Amber Joy! So. Yeah, typically I'll call it, you know, Amber Joy. Like, yeah. oh, like especially like, I'm like, you know her. Like, we, you met her yeah. before. How do you not remember her? How do you not met her? <laughs> She's always a leopard with hot pink hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I am... You know, I'm so happy to have you on my podcast. Thank and I'm you like, for inviting thank me. you. Yeah, thank you for like filling in too. Cause so I had a something else set up with someone else. And like for you to uh, just do this, like on a, like a yesterday, or it was yesterday or two days ago, like a two day notice. Um, I just appreciate you so much. For and, you, it doesn't matter. Kidney, yeah. cash, <laughs> podcast, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. So, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, towards the end of my podcast, I typically like to have like a call to action. Mm-hmm. 
And so that could be like donations. It could be like any sort of outward focus thing. It could be like check you out or uh, whatever you want it to be. What um, would you say would be the listeners or viewers uh, call to action that you would like them to do? So if you want to make your home a comfortable, wow, safe, romantic, creative space, contact me. Set up a consultation. Look at the website below. If you're wanting to go deep into your into yourself and you want to feel happier and you want to find connection, you're looking for a spiritual connection, I would suggest study the Bible. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who knows the Bible in and out and study the Bible because that's my, that's my belief. Yeah. And learn about Jehovah God. The second thing would be start taking some personal development classes. Learn about yourself, what makes you happy, what makes you tick, what doesn't make you happy and what isn't working for you. And then take action to do it. Like, look into the PSI classes. Mm-hmm. Check out Alison Armstrong. Look into Dr. Joe, Dis- Doc- Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. Like, do something for yourself. I think all or of us are looking me as for a coach. <laughs> oh, man. They're coaching, healing coaching. Well, if you want to do, if you want to do personal one-on-one healing, yeah. you want to work with Ray. Talk about, like, empathic, mm-hmm. trustworthy, honorable, intentional, specific, yeah, I would yeah. work with you, right? I really would. Yeah, I'm getting things done. And getting healing at done. the same time. In and a feminine healing. way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that balance, right? That yeah, the balance. That balance between the masculine and the feminine. And the balance between the masculine and the feminine and finding out what works for you. Because everybody's balance is different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're a fabulous coach. Like, Thank I'd you. hire you any day. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm, I don't keep my mouth shut, so that would be a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No. I mean, you're pretty good. I love listening to you anyway. You're just, again, a joy to listen to. Thank you. I, you always, I feel like you always like speak with intention, too. It's not just to speak to hear yourself talk. Mm-hmm. It's speaking because you have something to say, and you want to say it, and you want to get it out, and it's it adds to the energy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. Find your spiritual connection mm-hmm. and find your joy. Yeah. I definitely believe that, too. Like, uh, going to the Bible, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Checking you out for a consultation, especially, like, uh, interior, you don't know anything, like, and you're just moved. Or, or you yeah. want inspiration. Yeah, inspiration, too. Or you so. want things moved around. Yeah. I've got pieces, but they don't speak to me the way that they're set up. Mm-hmm. There's so many aspects. Yeah, the feng shui, moving things around everything, so... Yeah. yeah, thank you so much again for being oh. on my podcast. Yeah. And um, thank you for yeah, me. you guys check out Amber Joy. She's amazing. And uh, I will be uh, talking to you guys soon. All right, bye. Bye.